You're listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. Tonight we talk about Avi Nesher's 1993 horror, Doppelganger. Thank you, Rachel S., for the suggestion. Just Rachel 45. You, no trouble. Me, fifth element. Supreme being. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. Ah, yes. I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit. Oh, your money. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. He is dead. The year is one. Fill your hand, you son of a bitch. The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, yes. Mr. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Dead fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. That's hysteria. Welcome to the podcast, Movie Crew Podcast, Movie Makers Talking Movies. We're your host. I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me tonight, director of photography, Mike Griggs. Is it me or is it just a mask of me wearing another mask? Ooh. Man, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just split apart. No, wait. Turn into a worm, then split worm, apart. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Got to get my chrysalis cocoon metaphors in order. And we also have with us costume designer, Kristen Jones. Hello, hello. Hey, hey. And it is uh, listener request month. It is listener request, request, request month. There we go. Eventually got it out. Um, so uh, obviously we didn't pick this movie. <laughs> From 1993. Obviously, I, uh, I feel I, like. Hold on, we've picked some. Yeah, I was going to say way worse movies. <laughs> hold well, the phone. We, <laughs> what are you referring to, Kristen? That sounds loaded. Oh, that does sound loaded. Now I'm intrigued. Now you know what's worse. It just obviously, got interesting. <laughs> Come on, what what movie is worse than Doppelganger that we have ever? Oh my talked god! About? Like the second Matrix. First of all, like listen, what? I can pull up the list and we can Fuck go down it. Off. <laughs> Fuck off! You the second Matrix is <laughs> worse than. I can't remember about? if I hated the third one more than the second one, honestly. So we're just gonna stick with the second. Okay, one. hating a movie, not not it's not for you. That is dramatically no, listen, different listen. than than worse than this pile of dog shit no, garbage. It's not fire. that this is a masterpiece, but was I entertained the whole way through? Wow, so that's absolutely. The bar. That that's is the, the bar. Yeah, that's the bar. What are we talking about here? Do you not want to be entertained at the movies? What are you I talking mean, about? Drew Barrymore's tits are in this, so that was pretty entertaining. <laughs> I barely, will give you that one point. Barely Chris. seventeen years old. While she's while Just, she's bathing. No. 
What? In I thought blood. She said Wait, 22. was she underage? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I thought she also oh, was now it's in her weird. 20s. Come on. She's, uh, yeah, underage. Uh, Drew Barrymore was born in February uh, 22nd, 1975. This movie was shot in March and April of 1992. Fuck. Barely 17 years of age. Wow. Is that even legal anymore? <laughs> I don't know. How do you get I don't know about that? anymore, <laughs> but it ha- it's definitely it definitely was legal cuz we've had conversations before about underage n- nude actresses. I think most notably is what Brooke Shields in that Oh, Lincoln right. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. yeah, but that was made like outside of the US, right? Was yeah. it? I don't know. Was I, it? Think so. I think it was. I think I it was no mostly idea. shot on an island on that those parts. Yeah. Yeah, and then she did that other one that like when that like a European film. I forget what the name of that is, but the real famous one. Is is that the law if you want to make movies with underage <laughs> women and then you just go overseas? I don't think that's I think that's how Are you it works. saying is that is the US law prohibitive so people who want to do those go somewhere else? Is that what you're asking? Well, yeah, and then you like just true. come back to the US and release them? Like I feel like that's a giant loophole. <laughs> Oh. The words of Ron Swanson, child labor laws are ruining this country. <laughs> it's okay. A couple states are bringing them back. It's fine. <laughs> or getting rid of them, rather. Well, I guess by the time this did come out, she was she was 18. Because this didn't come out until, uh, <laughs> what is it, May 26th of 1993. So on VHS, no less. Where the legal, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't believe this didn't get a theater run, honestly. <laughs> Wait, what? It didn't? This was never shown in a theater? Was it because of the underage nudity or was it because of something else? (laughs) For example, the worm at the end. Like, what's going on here? Why didn't the audiences like it enough to get it released? You know, I don't even even know if it was like uh, audiences liked it or not. I think it was just like... It was it was just so shitty. Like it's yeah, so yeah. it's put Absolutely together so fucking garbage. Poorly. Like who would you know what I mean? Like who's gonna put this in the in the in the theater? Because there are like there's like film school student level mistakes here. It's just like some really bad stuff. What are some of those mistakes, Brian? Illuminate <laughs> us, please. Yeah, I didn't see anything, Brian. Please. What? Sure. Bullshit, Kristen. <laughs> You're just saying that so that he can. <laughs> Take us to class. All right, here we are. Here we are, Brian. <laughs> oh, I mean, just all the terrible fucking goddamn, you know, direction. You know, you can't even say the acting is bad in in this movie. Hmm. All right, because like uh, the, the co-writers or, or the the I guess the main writer's uh, uh, friend, her, which was the director, right? Didn't the the Avi also write it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm talking about the characters in the movie. Um. Who's the I forget the oh, the frizzy haired best friend? Like she starts the movie off in like the coffee scenes. She is a completely different character from everything else in the movie. Like in the coffee scenes, she is like on crack oh, yeah. cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking a mile a minute, and it's just like what the fuck? Like how how many cups of coffee did you have, honey? Like <laughs> holy shit, calm the right. fuck down. And the rest of the movie. She's not doing that at all. No, she seems very She's like at, kind of normal in most of the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, no, the, I am thinking specifically. There's like a car scene where she's also doing that, or was that right after the uh, coffee shop scene? I don't know. I yeah. I, I, it just seemed to me like the director was like, "You're in a coffee shop. Be caffeinated. Be <laughs> caffeinated." <laughs> 
Okay, I agree. Um, the direction is questionable in this movie, and I was trying to decide if it was just the direction or if more different editing would also help. I mean, I think to Brian's point, there there is a level of like you're you can only choose from the takes that you have, but so trying trying to build a trying to build a performance in the edit with a movie like this probably okay. sucks. So we're going with the director. That's fine. The other well, speaking of that character, the female writer, um, I also thought it was wildly out of character at the end when he I forget exactly what her friend says. But he's like, you know, I think something weird's going on. And she's like, I've got a bat. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, yeah. They're yeah. going to confront the uh, the FBI guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's like, I've got a yeah. bat. Let's go confront. Yes, the FBI. No, like that. I was so confused by everything happening there. And then as soon as they open the door, she's like, actually, this is like, no, they find the, they find the weapon. And she's like, actually, this is a real situation. We should call the police. <laughs> No like girls, <laughs> they won't understand her. Yeah, they won't understand her. She's sitting there holding a baseball bat, and in someone else's apartment, they're not gonna understand that. Okay, yeah, like, oh man, just just thinking about the whole like fucking FBI agent thing. That, oh man, that that whole scene hurts my fucking head. <laughs> Which. Because it's so cringy. The first one, the yeah, first one? yeah. When he pulls him into the apartment, like you know, like. The the writers thinks he's gonna uh, maybe has a manuscript you know or something he's got to go pick up. Yeah. He goes over the minute he walks into the guy's apartment, he pulls him in. It's terrible ADR. Oh god, the ADR is fucking awful. Holy shit! Not a single line that that dude said was actually done on set. Not a single one. Okay, now I was I was un, unclear about this. I went back and rewound it after I watched it because uh, I didn't watch the whole movie twice. I couldn't do it. Um, but I did went back and watch that scene. Is that actually because it's it's the doctor in a Mission Impossible mask? Is is that actually his voice they're dubbing in, and he's like doing an accent? Is that oh, is that what they did there? Because man, I went back and listened, and that could be it actually. I didn't know. I did not pick up on that. If that was even remotely intended, fuck if I know. It's just the the dubbing's just so terrible. It's just like yeah, it's real bad, and the lighting doesn't make sense. No, no, it doesn't. Like, I, I did kind of enjoy the attempt to be like, look, there's these colored lights in the courtyard. And so, like, each different of the apartments, they have just two or three different colors that they splash through certain windows just for the hell of it. Like, if you're going to have an excuse to do something interesting, that was cool. The rest of it doesn't work at all. Like, you have these, like, random, like, are they street lights? Is it supposed to be the moon? Everybody's house is fucking dark as hell. What? Nobody turns a. How do you walk into an apartment and then not turn a fucking light on? Like, give me a lamp that like is giving some kind of motivation or something. I don't think they had a large budget for this, Mike. Yeah, but I mean, like they're attempting like theatrical lighting, and it's not even like I don't understand what we're trying to do or what we're trying to emulate or what we're trying to say with any of it. It's just like here's a spotlight shining on a yep. wall, and yep. it's and it's kind of like yep. pink, and here goes another one, and it's like bright red. Like, yeah, okay, well. What? You know, it was a choice. <laughs> a lot of choices were made in this movie. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and also that FBI <laughs> that FBI issue when he starts smacking the dude, that is so terrible. <laughs> oh, I actually laughed at that. I, but oh, was God, that I, laughed so I don't hard. think it was supposed to be. <laughs> so no. I, mean, I think it's supposed to be on. I assumed that it, on purpose it was supposed to be like that. 
Was it? You can clearly see. He's I don't not know. Even touching the dude, like no, I know. His hands like but a I, foot away. That's true. <laughs> there's no. I assumed it was supposed to be on comical purpose, right? on purpose because he's clearly not an FBI agent. <laughs> like at no point did I think he was an FBI. He's I mean, actually maybe, just waving at him. He's not he's supposed like, to be smacking him. Yeah, no, like you know how like cats fight. Like that's kind oh, of yeah, what yeah. I thought was up. going I'm on. I'm gonna hit you, motherfucker. <laughs> No, because like when he comes in and he's like, I'm an FBI agent, you're like, oh, okay. And then after like two more seconds, you're like, no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> this guy? No, he's not. Well, because he has that stupid line. He's like, he's like, what, what, is, what are you fucking her? Is she doing a little, uh, I'll scratch your back. Uh, she'll lick my balls. I'm like, what? <laughs> Who wrote this line? Amazing, right? Like, come on. How can you listen to that and not be entertained? <laughs> Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you. I was entertained. <laughs> yes, but watching a car wreck is entertaining from that standpoint of logic. Like, come on, it doesn't make it good or done well. It does have uh, a little I bit of that room, well. like the Tommy Wiseau's yeah. the room. It does have yeah. a little bit of. Oh, that. hi, Mark. You know, because honestly, I think the problem is the director takes himself seriously because with mm, this script, yes. with the yeah. right director, like this could be an amazing absurdist comedy. <laughs> Uh, and I, it would be so much better. Um, the, the director takes himself seriously, and I think that is the biggest downfall of this movie. Yeah. Do you think maybe that the writer chick actually thought she was in a comedy, so she was like trying to play it up, and everybody else thought they were in like this very serious mm. drama where she's like, "Did you guys read the script?" Right. We're in because a comedy shop. Yeah. <laughs> actually, makes sense because <laughs> she is actually playing it. Like it's a comedy, like it's all absurd, and everyone yeah. else is very serious. I think Drew Barrymore pulls it off. Um, I thought she was and terrible. The too. No, oh no, How, she pulls what do you it think off. She pulled off like, I think shirts. she pulled off. <laughs> she didn't really pull it off. Did she wasn't she like it just cuts to her <laughs> that, naked. That's right. right. It's already there. We don't have time <laughs> to disrobe. <laughs> we don't. No, nah. no, uh, wait, no, wait. The the second. One, I mean, she pulled off that like being off. like a crazy person. She pulls off like. Because you're like, wait, is it two people or is it one person? I think she pulls that off because it does get a little confusing in, 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 at some point in the film. And you're uh, like – Several points in the film because I don't think yeah. the film even knows what they're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, I actually remember when the doctor came in and was like, let me explain to you about multiple personality disorder. And I was so disappointed. Oh, 100%. <laughs> same. I was like, I was like, well, they went, they went to the obvious place that I kind of figured they would, but like at least hoped they would do something more interesting. And then he spent four minutes fucking exposition dumping that shit. Oh, it was great. Okay. His oh back was God. his back's to the camera and he's like, "Let me tell you about MPDs. Do you know about yeah, MPDs?" Right. And he just <laughs> goes straight to a fucking acronym like, "Oh, what are we doing here?" Jesus okay, but also this is wrong. immediately following the scene where the guys like, "Do you know German?" <laughs> Why is the doppelganger? Which was amazing, by the way. I enjoyed yeah. all of that. But also, did this movie like help bring this word Terp. into our vocabulary? Sure, I had never heard about this movie before. <laughs> uh, like, no. this is the one thing that the movie, like, nothing else from with the movie stuck with us as a country. But all of a sudden, we knew what doppelgangers were, <laughs> just to avoid yeah. them. <laughs> oh, that's the shitty Drew Barrymore movie. Got it. Yeah, doppelgangers. <laughs> we don't like them. Oh, 
Yeah, so much, so much is wrong. I don't. Okay, so like, the movie does have some comic moments that the that are clearly intentionally funny. Yeah. So like, I don't know the stuff that is unintentionally funny. That I don't it 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 just reads as super bad because mm. the stuff that is supposed to be funny is just not. It just falls so flat. Like the old uh, nun phone sex operator bit. Oh, God. That was so awkward and weird. Lame, right? They were like, but she used to be a nun. Now she does sex. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. They were trying to elicit some kind of comedy there because you're starting off with the old lady. And it was just like, what is going yeah. on? And then like the the two realtors that are having their conversation where they're just randomly tying dudes up in leather and having sex with them in houses. <laughs> like, yeah. Not funny. Well, you couldn't even like quite understand them. I was like, did they just, did they just say that? No, they're talking about something else. Oh, they're talking about houses. No, now they're talking about sex again. What the fuck? Is, what? What? I'm so confused. And then as I'm trying to process what the fuck they're saying, they they have her being like, oh, my God, I could never write this dialogue. And I'm like, you're literally writing this dialogue. What are we talking about? Someone didn't get the screenwriting 101 book. No. <laughs> it does seem like a moment like out of adaptation with like uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, it's ridiculous. Well, I wanted the the climax finale of this movie to like like all the shit goes wrong. She turns into her fucking worm creature and then she becomes her double alien and all that craziness. And then I wanted to like smash cut to him in some fucking producer's office pitching. And that's what really happened. And then oh, just yeah. cuts to black or something stupid like that. But no, 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 no. It all really happened apparently. Obviously. <laughs> it's the only logical explanation. Yeah. I don't know. They they do enough fake outs in this movie, and you get enough dream sequences and false. Starts. Yeah, exactly. Although and most of them don't go anywhere. Christine, come on. We all knew that the fucking funeral scene was goddamn a dream because they're wearing white. Who the fuck wears white? Uh, I said that too. I was like, why are they wearing white at a funeral? This is weird as shit. Didn't you fuckers get the memo? Like this was a long time. I mean, come on. I mean, they do try to communicate a lot through fucking costumes in this. I was actually very impressed with the costumes in this. Kristen, um, what are you talking about? And I have to say, <laughs> I'm so there was like... black dress. There is nothing here. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not true. Um, I have no, 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 no. Actually, back before we realized what was the what everything everything that ha- is actually logically going on here, um, I just thought there were two Drew Barrymores, and right. Because that's the setup. Um, yeah. And I, if if there was like a, a someone who looked like me but was like way hotter than me, like I would be so pissed. I would be like, why are we not friends? And I need all of your secrets. <laughs> and the hotter version um, would wear a scarf over her head. <laughs> I love the scarf. I love the sunglasses. That was amazing. Yes. And she has that cute little <laughs> red polka dot dress gorgeous um there's some really nice uh 90s costuming in this and i feel like the guy the main guy i don't remember his name like paul or something um the roommate writer straddles yeah the roommate writer brian mckenzie for those of us who is brian (laughs) brian mckenzie from uh god damn it father of the bride Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. was trying to figure out why <laughs> oh he looks so familiar. Yeah. 
Uh, that is yeah, where I've seen him from. Yeah, yeah. He, he's the guy that marries. Yeah, okay. Got it. Um, he's husband. Yeah. Oh, but his his costuming that I actually thought was a really impressive bridge between like eighties, um, like what you would wear, like casual, what you would wear to the oh, office yeah. kind of thing, yeah. with a bridge between like the nineties complete like leisure wear, throw everything out the window and let's just wear sweatpants everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually really nice. <laughs> fridge because he was technically wearing like proper clothes um but they were like so like lazy looking that i was like wait are they though are they really is he really wearing like structured (laughs) pants um he he was um and i also thought it was really interesting the way that the doctor had all of the different characters set up and all of their clothes and all of their masks i thought there's some really nice imagery in this just like uh the There is, there is. Uh, I didn't say it was executed well, but there's some very nice imagery in this. Okay. Uh, No, this could be like the baseline for like a much better movie. I feel like there's potential here. (laughs) I agree with Um, that. There is some potential here. Yeah. There's a lot of potential. Uh, Just like looking at the set design, is it anything that's like amazing? No. But did they actually, did someone put thought into it? Yes. Like I was uh, like looking at even just the kitchen, which is not that great um but have you know the way they like the way it was decorated i was like someone took like some thought and was like what would like a 20 year old loser who can't pay rent how would he like decorate his kitchen or not decorate his kitchen right and there's all these like the weird cutout articles like i didn't understand those though like, no, that just speaks to look, his character. I, I wrote one of those down because I, I like was it's like, supposed to, but what does it actually tell us besides he reads newspapers and clips articles? Yeah, one of them is no, fire, demon, fire Demon is hunting our house. Come on. Yeah, so he's already <laughs> open. No, so that means he's. Yeah, okay, first of all, those are very popular <laughs> in the 90s. And second yeah. of all, it tells us that he's very open to this. So when she turns into a worm, he's not going to run away. He's going to be like, yes, this is normal and this happens. It's setting us up for... Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then clearly the answer is yes, because he is right there no, in the no, 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 no. when she walks in. We, we clearly establish in this movie the reason he doesn't leave. All all the chances he's he has to is because the sex is amazing. Okay, obviously I was gonna say it's because he had sex too soon. You get too attached to people. This is why you need to wait. <laughs> this movie <laughs> is why you need to wait. <laughs> um, I don't but, know. But <sighs> does, is the sex even that good though? Because he has sex with the doppelganger, not with her. Well, he starts that way, but then they have sex yeah, eventually, together. Eventually, but is it as good? That's the question. I would All like. Right. I need a breakdown between the two. <laughs> wars. Can, can because we- also the first. Oh, sorry, Brian. Hold on. But also the first time that he has sex with her, like the 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 was the doppelganger. The the tree blows the window open and they're covered in trash and it's like yeah that is true you didn't notice you didn't notice that you didn't notice right that. right mm. and also if your partner I guess coming from either the man or the woman's perspective but if your partner doesn't notice that you're covered in trash you might have to ask there's like a bigger thing we need to look at here a bigger picture I was very concerned with that entire scene. Also, did you Barrymore clean that up? Because we've already established she isn't clean. Like, what's going on here? No, she did clean. She cleaned that apartment the first time she got in there. Yeah, but he doesn't clean. So oh, did Drew Barrymore uh. come in and go, wow, there must have been some crazy, freaky, trashy sex here. Let me clean this up. Because it's Drew Barrymore. <laughs> you know, yeah. after, right? The real one. Uh, you know, I don't know. I have questions. 
Okay, no, that's what I was going to ask, because I'm confused about this whole thing, because, like, we're shown in the movie that every time she gets, like, ooh, sexy urges, she gets, like, gooey hands, and our other personality comes out, right? Yeah. The nose bleeds, and she switches. So how is she able to have sex with the dude later, and she doesn't switch personalities and get goo fingers? That just, like, was she just not into him? She's like, I'm no. not really feeling this, but, you know, you're you're just a nice guy. I'll throw you, you know. She feels safe enough that like her what? doppelganger, her other personality doesn't need to come out, I think, is not where they were going with that. But I'm going to make it make sense. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think the better question is if the doctor had a Drew Barrymore mask and was the separate person, um, so. then how did they have sex? What, was, what do you mean? Well, okay, that's, that is the that one place. The, that's the, the one place where the movie kind of almost implodes on itself and never actually like works it out. Is that both are happening? She is. She is both multiple personalities. Yeah, oh, okay. and the doctor is. Oh, walking he's like around a legitimate doctor. He didn't just make that. <laughs> well, he he probably yes. No, that's that exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he was he was em- he was emphasizing and building it on her. Obviously, he was using her because, you know, they open the fucking with movie her. with him with them fucking or him going down on her or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so I would okay. take everything uh, he says at the end of the movie at face value, um, which almost yeah. destroys the movie. Like like it, they spend so much time like trying to build up. Is this actually happening? Is this just in her head? Is it just in his head? Is there something more malicious and nefarious going on? And then it's both somehow? And then also this weird fucking third thing? I don't think this movie knows what it is. It's multiple personality slash doppelganger worm syndrome. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I looked it up because I was like, can someone explain the worm to me? And according to the internet... um, Wait, it's no, the- nobody can explain this, man. Come on. For real? <laughs> you have got to be kidding me. There is okay. no fucking way. No explained fucking way. Explained is a so really right strong now. word. Explained is a strong word. Used, imagined, explanation. <laughs> okay. On the internet. And I didn't, I kind of, maybe I missed this line because I think it was just a line and not a scene, right? Is that what's happening is that Drew Barrymore was a twin um, and she absorbed her twin in utero, and that's why there's that is not said in this movie. What? At all. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, good because I was like, I missed what? that, and I'm not gonna watch no. it again to find it. <laughs> no, that's a motherfucker trying, trying to make sense of this shit. <laughs> okay, well, I okay, I just I missed that is all I'm saying, and I wanted to see if 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 it was obvious. <laughs> no, to you guys. no, no, not at all. and that's what that's the weird thing about like the finale is is they had so many different ways that they could take this and they tried to choose all of them and then none of them fucking worked (laughs) because like oh it was actually the doctor the whole time oh cool well maybe she's like a normal person oh no 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 she does still have both personalities (laughs) right but then the whole fucking like the worm thing and she becomes a worm and then she's two versions of something that looks more like a fucking alien than it does a human I enjoyed, the, honestly, the um, effects. For I did. I, okay, I did I like the effects so hard at so many of those moments. Listen, they're just ridiculous. They're just yes, cut bad. Yes, but the yes, actual effects but, work is pretty good. 
Yeah, the effects okay, work was really That's impressive. I yeah. uh, like from the moment it started, and I didn't understand what was, I mean. Not that I understand, but like before you realize it's a worm and aliens. Um, I was still like, this actually looks really good. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't understand this, but it looks really, really good. <laughs> Greg Nicotero did the uh, the effects for this. This is actual K and B from back in the day. Uh, Greg Nicotero does the Walking Dead now. Oh, it looks okay. amazing. Okay, okay. It looks amazing. I was uh, yeah, and then when the aliens came out, I was like, yeah, I can get behind this. Actually, not the not the storyline. That's not that part. But the, like the the actual aliens. Um, but it all looks great. How the much aliens, better would it have been Because they, they have like long ass necks and like weirdly shaped faces. Wait, they don't aliens? look like humans. What? They're no. not humans. They're the two sides of Drew, Barry, Drew Barrymore. That's... Yeah, so she's obviously an alien, okay? Like maybe that is no. what look, the, uh, the newspaper clippings were talking about Drew Barrymore. <laughs> okay? Oh, oh, fucking, goddamn it. This is so <laughs> stupid. What is the shit that's coming out of okay. my mouth? The sex worker <laughs> was saying, yes, was talking about all of this. She didn't, if she meant it literally, okay, and that there's two sides of us and we're all aliens. Actually, I mean, that is actually, okay, so it's, okay. Okay, so the so sex we're worker humans. did not get into this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, hold on. The sex worker did not get into this, but I know, I don't know if this is a conspiracy. I don't know what we call this, but the idea that, um, we are actually aliens in a human body. Is like a, cons- a conspiracy. Oh it's a, a theory. <laughs> um, there's actually a lot of them. You're a lot of different right theories. There. No, I'm not. <laughs> and so maybe that is what they were alluding to. This is all making so much more sense now. Oh my god. We fixed it, guys. I wasn't paying super close attention (laughs) because... human skin? Okay, and actually, I don't know what it's called, but there is a conspiracy theory that we are aliens who have been punished and Earth is a jail and we're sent here for our life sentence. I forget who runs us, though. Um, That... in a car in something I don't know look you can Google can help you Google can help you I can only give you this much information <laughs> those are not search things I want in any history <laughs> um anyway but yeah I I assumed though that the sex worker was talking about like the happy aliens and the happy aliens are like from the Pleiades anyway there's more aliens those are the only two I know I'm sorry I can't help you more than this I'm never going to be able to watch Close Encounters now. (laughs) (laughs) Those are all doppelgangers. (laughs) Oh, my God. And what if – isn't there, like, a conspiracy that, like, again, our consciousness is, like, being broadcast from, like, another, like, alien race? And that's why we have what? like. Well, how do you guys not know this? Come on, that is some. That you is some with your free time, way too much time on conspiracy. Th- I'm almost oh a little worried, God. Kristen. I mean, <laughs> listen, listen. This is why I can make sense of these movies. Okay, I don't know what to tell you. They're clearly the writers into it. Also, I, don't I mean, know. obviously, I don't know. you have a level of entertainment factor <laughs> that you appreciate that coincides with the target audience of this movie. <sighs> I feel like the, I just feel like there's potential here. Okay. I feel like this we need to have an intermission. Poorly. I, <laughs> With what? I feel like we need to have an intermission and watch Listen. this fucking trailer. <laughs> we can wait have an intermission. <sighs> All right. We're going to play the trailer for, what is this, Avi, what's his name? Nesser? Nestor? Nesher? I think it's Nesher. Nesher. Yeah, for Avi Nesher's <gasps> Doppelganger. We'll be right back. 
Holly has found someone new. Sorry, I scared you. Someone very secret. It's very romantic. Someone who hides from us all. Another self, a deeper, darker side that is capable of the unimaginable. Fear, anger, hatred, the darkest, most primal regions of the mind. Now, that part of her no longer hides inside. Look, just don't touch me. Don't confuse me with her. She may look like me, but she's not. It has awakened and taken control. It's probably forced out by some kind of trauma. What does it want? Somebody attacked you, all right? And now, the only thing she has to fear is herself. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Avi Nasher's Doppelganger. Oh, because the only thing she has to fear is herself. Wow. What a great tagline. Mm, good trailer. Oh, <laughs> just want to watch this movie all over again. Oh, good for you, Brian. You know, you do. You. It starts off like a Brian De Palma dressed to kill ripoff. Rip Shifts into a Jallo, uh, you know. A blood and black lace uh, uh, slasher film, and then ends up in a David Cronenberg movie. Mm. What a wild ride we have gone on! You know, uh, Kristen, I will say maybe, yeah, maybe, actually, yeah. maybe entertaining first time. <laughs> I didn't know where it was going. I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, this I was shocked like so many times during this movie. <laughs> Because the the choices never actually made sense, and you were like, "Wow, that is so far outside of what should have happened in this next moment." But here we yeah, are. Yeah, but let's see how we can make this work. Let's go for it. We're doing it. Let's go. It's kind of like, oh my god, like from the opening scene. Yeah, that uh, you know, Drew Barrymore and that girl who's wearing the super cute like little like white skirt and the button down top, right? And Drew Barrymore like stops her, and then you think she's like dead. You should walk away, but instead, Drew Barrymore is like, I'm coming in for more, and you're like, oh. All right, let's do it then. You know, like you just, you know, there's a lot of interesting choices here that don't really make sense. Uh, but if you're gonna do it, let's do it. Let's let's follow it. Let's go. Are you talking about the scene when she kills her mom? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Her real life mom. Her real yeah, that's, life. That's her actual. <laughs> that is her actual mother. See, do you know how many years of therapy that saved? Just doing you can just do it for for a movie. It'll be fine. <laughs> That scene was killing me the entire time because they they shot it in slow mo with her like bringing the knife out stabbing stabbing mom right oh gosh Drew Barrymore cannot walk in those goddamn huge ass high hills they have her in and she's like stumbling <laughs> as she's holding this knife it's comical yes. as fuck it's amazing I enjoyed it and I think it's great that she switched to better heels for the rest of them <laughs> <laughs> she Do finished you- that scene and was like. Guys, I'm, I can't. I can't do this for an entire movie like this. No, this is gonna be thirty days of my life. Like we've got to figure this out. <laughs> do you think they shot that first? Actually, uh, if because she did change heels, through, yes, that was probably one of the first ones shot. 
We gotta we gotta wrap out mama. <laughs> She's got Well a she heart dropped out. her off at the movie and was like, <laughs> I can probably play a scene or two if while I'm here, you know. Did you guys did you need anything? Uh, what I forget which uh it's it's one of the producers on here. Um he's I guess he's he's done a couple of podcasts. He's actually talked about this movie a little bit. You can find like little two minute clips on on YouTube, and one of them he's actually talking about, like Drew Barrymore is just like he's like she's not like you know the star she was gonna become. She was a teenager, so he had because she kept showing up on set late as fuck, like two three hours late, like Jesus. the fr- first couple of days, and, he, and after that he was like, all right, he fired the people that were picking her up, and he started picking her up directly. And was just like, I would just have to get in, like, show up at her place an hour or two early, wake her up, get all her shit, get her in the car. You're a producer. You're just managing a, a, a child at this point. That's exactly <laughs> that what he's terrible. doing. Oh, right? Doesn't that sound like the worst? Ugh. Also, too, like, I mean, I get it. You're a teenager. Yeah, but, I mean, shitty work ethic is still shitty work ethic. We don't know what she was doing the night slash morning before this, okay? She was- That's true. That's true. Probably out. She did apparently have much drugs to enjoy. Yeah, otherwise she would have asked, like, wait, what is this scene where I'm showering nude and blood is is coming from the faucet? <laughs> amazing. It's amazing work I have to Is say. it a dream or is it actually happening? We don't know. <laughs> and if it is, what would it mean? What, <laughs> what are we telling the audience with this stuff? Right, right. Like blood happens around her every time she gets turned on, every time oh. she's feeling herself. Oh yeah, I forgot about the nosebleeds. I hated the nosebleeds, but I hate even more the scene where she, the the line that she says where she's like, "Yeah, blood's natural." Oh and my like, god, yes. Hmm. I was like, "What the fuck? Natural? People are scared yes, of blood." Yes, but <laughs> it is technically natural. However, it should not be coming out of your body. That is not normal. Really, the, I think the biggest scene that I had an issue with in the sense that it was it I feel like they wanted it to be sex. They wanted it to be sexy and it just came off as so awkward um, was the scene that she's dancing at that like movie writer party. I don't know. Whatever oh, party, the party they go to. Yeah. And well, she's in the middle it, of the room and every fucking person in there is looking at her. Yes, ass black dress. That's why they're staring at her. They're she like, looks oh, look so good. No, listen, listen. All the she women looks really are staring good. at her like. Mm. Everyone's staring at her. That's all normal. But I just feel like she just stands there and just like massages her breasts a lot. And I'm like, oh, lady. Yeah. yeah. This is not yeah. <laughs> what we're doing here. <laughs> also, the fact that like absolutely nobody went up to dance with her, I find very shocking. Um, and I know like that they of the kind dudes of trying co- to get onto her. Yeah. Or? And I know they covered that by like all the dudes were like, oh, but, you know, I think she's with him. She's no, it's the roommate. High. No, it's the roommate. That is so awkward. That is just asking for someone to come over and like take you like. And I don't mean like in a sexy let's have sex way in like a kidnapping way. OK, like that is oh. what that is. Mm. Yikes. I'm sorry. To, what do you mean? I'm not sorry. No, that's exactly what it is. That's what's Oh, happening. no, no. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I mean, the, that that one for fucking producer guy was like, uh, you had stuff that you had to do, right? Like, because we're going to we're going to work together, right? Because she oh, she's with you. Like, yeah, we should definitely work together, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll call it. I'll call it. That's yeah. good. I want to be late, but you should definitely show up. Okay, and were the writers okay, so the writers that were in the movie that are that are friends that we see the one the one actor that's from the Frighteners that uh, that guy is like 
he's he's trying to pimp out the girl to producers for sex, and then Again, they're like hoping to happens. they're hoping to get screenplays based off of this. Is this what's happening? I was a little yeah, confused. This is what it seems like, yeah. I um, found nothing. I mean, I feel like that. Happens. Nothing out of the ordinary. Nothing out of the ordinary here. We're in Hollywood. <laughs> no, it was just. I mean, it was just set up. It was set that up very happens bizarre. Not in Hollywood. Come on. It was. It was super awkward. That's the whole thing about everything about that party scene was like wildly awkward, and I couldn't quite figure out why. You could have made it sexy and or sleazy, but instead everything was just wildly awkward yes yeah very stilted yeah it, it's it's weird i don't know because the uh, the lady writer best friend i don't know it it does when she sees uh the good the, i guess is, is that guy a writer the good looking guy that has the the producer friend that they go to the party with is that guy i think those are both producers oh they're yeah, both producers with, yeah the one that hooks up with the with the curly hair girl later Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought he was a producer. I mean, I could be wrong. Okay. All right. I'm pretty sure they were both introduced as producers. They're both producers. All right. I was a little confused by that. All right. Okay. I don't think it's really relevant. I no. Did- it's it's yeah. Well, I mean, it would help the fucking he's, thing make sense because it, if it, some, if it, if he's just a writer, it makes it seem like he's like got kind of some kind of like prostitution ring going on in the side, like he's fucking Jeffrey Epstein of like female writers or something. Well, I think that's what they were alluding to, actually. It, I mean, if you go back and look in the '90s, there's so many Jeffrey Epstein references. It's not like this is new information. Yeah. And so I'm assuming that is this is what they're referring to. Except they're making it seem more prevalent and not just Jeffrey Epstein, which I think is a kind of a fair assessment also. It definitely felt like they were trying to make a statement like, you guys know this happens for real, right? <laughs> and I think that also is why they kind of want, and I might be giving them too much credit here, but I think that's why they wanted to have this sex worker scene to show that like, here's women in charge of their sexuality and that's what that looks like is them just being like bored because actually they would rather talk about oh you are giving them way too much credit don't even (laughs) do not even yeah fine fine but it is a nice sort of juxtaposition there that i think it's good that they had that yeah the whole reason that whole scene exists is an exposition dump for like supernatural mumble jumbo and like they're trying to like set it in a a funny atmosphere that just falls flat it, it is it is their attempt to be like the humorous version of well we're having a meeting in a strip club why because there's yeah. boobs yeah but it's why a, are you at a strip club I told I just told you uh, the other thing that really bothered me other than Drew Barrymore dancing was when the little roommate writer guy decides to follow um, the, the doppelganger, doppelganger. and. I guess there's like a quick change with masks that was hiding in the dumpster. And um, anyway, but the, you know, where he switches into the doctor oh, right. or the dad, the dad the character. Dad. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, so that's troublesome. But then also, like when he runs to escape, like there's so much room there. And I'm like, can you really not fit through that space in the gate? Right. Well, that was, oh like my God, feet. that was so He would rough. tear his fucking mask up, Chris. Okay, no, but even the Come first on. guy, like he struggled yeah. to get through that. And He's, I'm like, bro, you're not, like you can fit. Yeah. You can this fit. Is, this it's is not, so easy. Like, we're, this is so contrived to just be a little bit more 
oh my god is he gonna make it oh no he might actually and he can cheat like you can cheat that like the camera can cheat that like I don't understand again I guess this is directing Uh, I don't understand why we have to see (laughs) this like gate that's basically open at this point like a car cannot go through it but anything else can (laughs) but you can't your skinny little actor can't fit through it okay that was filmed on a real location, and that's actually how the the real gate there was. Well, yeah, I got, I got nothing. It's bad. It's real bad. You know, I'm not gonna hate on that scene because that, that that's one of the only times in the movie where like the steady cam shots are actually cut right. You know, they, they don't stay out there. <laughs> uh, say they're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a lot of uh, moments in this movie where like people walk into scenes and they'll, we'll just do the steady cam. Where we're following them. We're following behind them for no fucking reason. Right. And there'll be some dialogue. Like, oh, the whole construction thing when Danny Trejo just fucking shows up as a construction worker to sexually harass Drew Barrymore. Right. When she's coming <laughs> like, out of I the I was apartment. like, is that Danny Trejo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is he doing in this moment? He's like, oh, yeah, you're very sexy. <laughs> but when she's coming out of that apartment, like, there's just all this weird, awkward. It's like they should have cut to something there or, or you know, like had something. At least, I don't know, in that tunnel section it's just a dude walking it's like oh here we go (laughs) this is nice we can we can cut and hit the highlights real quick i like that yeah we get it it's insane too because the the fucking editor for this movie uh is an oscar nominated fucking this is the editor for fucking i tanya really yeah I mean, that's a long time in between, so clearly they had time to grow and experiment. (laughs) Touche. (laughs) We all have to start somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's like over 20 fucking years. I, Tanya, was like 14, 15? Yeah. 2000. uh, Yeah. 2014. That's a a long career to get good. And I think the, uh, like, I think the camera PA does, like, fucking aerials now. On, like, incredibly wow. huge shit. Uh, did aerials for James Cameron's Titanic. Dope. Yeah, does some crazy shit. So, I mean, there's, like, a lot of great people that worked on there. And there's some cool stuff, like, in this movie. Just really fucking... This is, like, I don't know. Just shit direction, guys. I just... Yeah, because I looked up the director God. to see if he, like, somehow did anything worth knowing about but he did he's he didn't i think it's safe to blame it well, all on him right you know it, it is but i'm okay so he's israeli right and yeah I, okay yeah. we're not hold on we're not blaming this on the israeli people well no he grew up he grew up in the united states right okay. so all right and uh i think he when he he left and started making films um from israel right it comes over here and he it, this is his second film the first one he did was this michael bean thriller with uh patsy kinsey um time bomb terrible yeah. fucking looks, hbo film looks awful yeah I, I, you know whatever it's got some okay directed directed action moments in it um but whatever and then he's doing this film and then he goes on and he does a bunch of like Dolph Lundgren action films and things like that. And then he leaves the U.S. like at the end of the 90s and he goes to Israel and then he starts making movies there. I have not seen a single fucking one of these, but some of them actually have really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. The one thing that I read about him was that he had he recently got like a Lifetime Achievement Award in Israel for being critical to their <laughs> Reemergence or resurgence or something. Hold on, like how many people were in the category? Like how many Israeli film directors do we have? I mean, we're talking. This guy is like got uh, two of the highest grossing films in of Israel. 
That's again. What are we comparing this to? This is like telling me that someone is like has like the highest grossing film in like Nigeria. Like I don't know what that means. It means that in their market, they're dominating their market. But I'm asking, is there a market? I guess. Yeah, yeah. There's a market. Okay. Well, great. I think yeah. that's amazing. So actually, so actually, then, um, how does Israel or the Israeli market um, feel about this movie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know if it got. Uh, okay, so we're not. I feel released. like this is not relevant information. We need more data here. No, I'm just the saying. Relevant like, information is even if people go on to make better things, like they can still start with some shit. Is yeah. that where you're going with? Yeah, thing? I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. Is if he had how much he has improved? If he has improved, I don't mm. know where the bar is. I haven't seen any of this stuff. I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I just hear it's good. I've just read online it's good I'll, I'll report back to you okay thank you <laughs> I'm open to watching more of his movies I'm just asking I think relevant questions because and I because I enjoyed this one I would stay I think, away I think from he's his Hollywood the weakest work. I think this is his weakest link though no but that's what I mean like I mean is the Israeli market different from the Hollywood market right like I don't of really course. know. Well, yeah, different culture, different sensibilities, obviously. Don't is roll your eyes, Kristen. I mean, <laughs> if you're making okay. the obvious question, well, you're you guys get are, No, because answer. you guys are just like, well, obviously, this is so different. It's more esteemed. It's better. No, it's this, no, it's that. that is not Wait, what, what we're saying. What are you making it up? Yeah, because you have no saying. idea. We have no idea what we're talking about right now. Yeah, no. I know. That's what I said. I, I've, I've, read, I've read these things. I because seen these I will movies. also say that I... Watch a fair amount of foreign films, and I feel like you could hold them to the exact same standard. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, you can hold it. A movie is a movie is a movie. Like, there's a language and uh, grammar and structure and all the things that goes into making okay. this stuff work. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, like, if you are in a market where there's not much available locally, then – you can make some shitty trash that people are like, yeah, this is actually pretty good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Also, too, like I think, if, I think foreign filmmakers make great movies in their country where they feel comfortable and they feel like they're telling their stories, personal stories to them. Even if this, yeah. it's like action movies like John Woo, and when they come over to the United States, I feel like they're they're feeling pressure to make them their their vocabulary their film language relatable to an american audience like they feel that yeah, pressure okay and usually like it's i don't terrible. know yeah that's difficult yeah, it's not yeah, difficult yeah, yeah. to translate yeah some directors well, do it great difficult because it's not ugh, i don't want to use these words but it's not like true and authentic and like you're just like making you're just regurgitating what someone else has said yeah it's like me when i'm talking to my kids and i'm like oh yeah man oh yeah that dinner tonight was super bussin right bet dude <laughs> exactly that's exactly what it's like yes please okay so say, we think please don't tell me you actually say dude after bet <laughs> <laughs> bet dude mike mike tell us, how it's done. No. tell us how it's done no brian no, no. You know, <laughs> i'm definitely not cool <laughs> Okay, okay, so the general consensus then is that Avi is now a super great director and we just need to watch his no. Made in Israel films. No. 
But I, 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 I mean, I heard I, Kristen. All right, why are you trying to? <laughs> you're, trying, you're trying to get like uh, Avi Nesher month going on here. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, Kristen, you are allowed can... to watch any movie you want to watch. I just want to affirm your decisions in this particular <laughs> environment. This is a safe space. We don't control your free time. It's your time. <laughs> fucking doppelganger okay but also like could you see this as like a 90s made for tv movie because i feel like it pretty much time. was i mean no, right? but it's so, like okay so if we're looking at it through that lens how are you gonna hate on it a trashy like late night horror <laughs> yeah. movie that you're like oh, oh my god, god it's Drew it comes tits. on at yes. like 1 a.m and you're yeah. like i should go to bed but <laughs> but this is so bad that i just want to know what happens next yeah that is this movie I love it. It's great. I don't know. I, I I usually like the ones that like try a little something with like makeup and like are just like fuck the story. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you like see the aliens in this? They were so good, and they had uh, Drew Barrymore crucified crucified on the wall. Oh yeah, wall. they did. That, that's oh true. yeah, they did. He walked in, and her fucking wrists were nailed to oh my god yeah i was like are you serious right i was like how is she staying up i was i actually i actually so when he goes to like remove i guess the nails from her hands i was like can you turn to her head like how is she staying up i am very curious about the setup and they did not because it fucking went nowhere it went, went nowhere. nowhere. It went nowhere. Like, wait, all <laughs> no explanation. That no was just. Well, I guess what she's innocent. Right? It was a dream sequence. Yeah, yeah. But I guess she's innocent. That's the point of that. Like she was being set up, crucified, martyred, right? Like that. I don't know. They, were to, going with really? that? they were trying to. They were trying to do something because she held the. She had a cru- crucifix I mean, that she trying. was nailing to her wall the first yeah. time she moved in. That the was apartment. the first piece of art that she oh, hung yeah. when yeah. she was in her new home. Well, I think to signify that. She's religious. That's why she always wears the pearls, even when she's sleeping, and even when yeah. she wears the fucking the pearls shower. in the shower. It was like, what the hell? That's a weird necklace to wear in a shower. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was gonna say any necklace, but yeah. But especially, specifically pearls. Yeah. Especially pearls. And those are the only objects she really has. She's got those. She's got the pearls. She's got her little wooden cross, and then she's got that little music box. And that music box. All we see. Okay, I. I, I will give it to the movie. Oh, yeah. Starting starting the movie with this fucking music box, I was like, oh, look, it's a character that's two-dimensional that has two sides, and we get to see it, and there's music, and there's dancing, yeah. and it's like a, it's like the movie we're about to watch. And then it fucking was. Did they shoot that opening sh- shot anamorphically and squeeze it down into a 16 It looked weird. Uh, it looked weird. It did look... Yeah. Wait, something was, was wrong. Yeah. shot? The music box with the was it a ballerina oh, or an ice skater? Oh yeah, 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 Spinner. yeah. I don't know. It wasn't a ballerina, was it? Uh, like it was a, it was an ice it skater. Might have been. It was something. It was something. It was a, it was a girl wearing a dress standing up on one leg, yeah. and her other leg was out. She's probably, probably dancing. <laughs> it was just like a really ugly one, though, so I didn't associate it. It was not a. It was not an attractive uh, thing. Yeah. It's so it looked just like Drew Barrymore, guys. What are you talking about? It was <laughs> metaphorical oh, doppelganger. So Drew Barrymore's which, two-dimensional character nailed it. One thing that really took me out of the film, and this is such a silly thing considering how the film is. but This is the but, only thing? This is the only thing that I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that took you out of the film? So, tell me right now. 
Okay, okay. So when she's showering, and I'm sure you guys were distracted by the greatest and the blood. No, because she there's like she does something. She was on her her period, Kristen. Okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, she was? Those do- the doctor should have washed his fingers in the beginning. Because <laughs> he put could've them right in her mouth. He could have just smeared it all over her face. It's okay. There were a lot of choices. <laughs> oh we God. made none of them. Why did they do that? <laughs> they should have done that. Oh, remake. Uh, remake. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, oh, but so she's showering, right? And there's a moment where it cuts up to her face. And you can see her short hair and it's so damaged and so frizzy, but it's short. And I was like, who the fuck is that? That's not Drew Barrymore. And and later we find out at the end, there's that scene with short hair. And so maybe she's wearing a, is she wearing a wig in this? But there's a minute, there's a scene there where she has short hair or her short hair is shown, I should say. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Who is that? Because also, also her hands were covering her face. And so I was like, is that a body double? But why would you need a body double when you're clearly nude in this? I was very confused by that. Did you guys notice the hair difference? I didn't. I didn't notice the hair. My eyes were lower. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> but it was even a clo- like her boobs were in the shot. Okay. I don't, <laughs> like, come on guys. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was like four days ago. I literally don't remember. <laughs> there was one you other. Did you watch this? No, <laughs> fuck no. This was so hard to watch. God, it's like two hours and 15 minutes or something ridiculous. Oh, I was wondering how long it was because I couldn't decide if it felt long or was long. Oh, it, it 144. Felt, oh my God, fuck off. Yeah, I think I got 44. to an hour or hour 15 and I was like, there's still 30 more minutes. What? Wow. What? How? Why? I was watching this with my teenage son. We paused it and he was like, there's 20 minutes left. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like every time it starts to get slow, like something crazy happens and you're like, all right, let's see where this next bit goes. It is. It is. It is just like Aquaman. <laughs> We're about to lose the audience, guys. We got to throw something crazy shit in. Yeah. Cause even the scene, like in the end where she's like tied up on the couch and you're like, come on, I don't care. She turns into an alien and you're you're like, all right, all right. Like, I do. I care now. You make me care more. <laughs> You've bought some more time. <laughs> I, you know, I think the the moment that took me out of the movie the most was the giant wine spill onto that one lady. And oh then my god! At the, yes, at the party, right? Like, yeah. And then what? They do a CGI, like, fucking early morph effect, like Michael Jackson's, like, black or white fucking video morph. Oh, fucking bad. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fucking hated that shit. Yeah. But it was was a triggering moment, Brian. They had to illustrate that. You know, uh, MPDs might can be brought upon by a trauma (laughs) uh, moment. Like, if, uh, (laughs) I don't know, let's just say, for example, like, a father was having sex with his daughter and then like his son walked in and he was just like, ah, no. And then he was running after him and tripped out a window and then they never found a body. Cause he rolled down Fucking the hill. Wild. Yeah. How then, is that murder? If you don't find a body? Well, it depends on the police and their defense. They did say that, right? They didn't find the body. They did yes. say that. They, yes. said that, they specifically yeah. said that like three times to make sure that you would question uh, was that actually her father? Was that in his brain? Because he's going crazy. I don't know. That was that was breaking my brain when I was watching the movie. I was just like, ah, wait, wait. So the dad faked his death, and maybe he could be doing this. 
Yeah, that was fucking creepy weird. Like, why? This doesn't even make any sense. I know. Like, like how would that? He was already doing all the things. Why would? What? what are we that doesn't explain why we have two <laughs> Drew Barrymores here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're like, it's like the Exorcist guys. <laughs> he fell out the window and then rolled down the hill. And I, I, I do, I do super love Drew Barrymore's performance. And when I. When I say love, I am—I mean hate. Um, <laughs> that goddamn moment, like after they have sex, and uh, when he comes in—oh my god! Just, Wait, when she's like, "That wasn't me. That was my doppelganger." That see, oh, don't confuse I me with like, her. I was like, "What an amazing excuse to use at any point in time that you don't." Holy wanna, shit! Like, I thought the same thing. Held. I was like, "Okay, I was like, whoa, she might be crazy, but also brilliant." I love like, that. Yes, <laughs> but it is so weird. Like, there are so many inserts that they just cut to of like Drew Barrymore with her eyebrow raised, and she's just like, "Yeah." That wasn't me. Obviously. Not only that, but it was like, about? how dare you think that I would do that? Which I was just like, brilliant. This is brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. What a play. What an absolute no, and this poor guy who's like, he's like, it's so in love with her. And is like, oh, yeah, obviously. Obviously. I don't and know how I didn't think of that. And then he sticks around. Yeah. And then he sticks Jesus around Christ. and makes both of them fall in love with him. Like, gee, this is genius level filmmaking. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean both of them? You're talking about both of herselves? Both yeah. of her, her aliens? <laughs> yeah. You have to get both aliens because on board. Because that's how you heal her. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to heal her. <laughs> He's got to heal her with a love. Otherwise, the two aliens will split apart and start beating each other. Yeah, and Amazing. then kick him in the dick too. Listen. Oh, do the doppelgangers have some kind of like doppelganger force power? Because did you guys notice when like the little alien doppelganger was like punching and it like missed and it would like hit the wall? It like broke the wall apart and it it glowed like orange or or yellow or something. There was like some kind of like fucking lightning or something. That oh, happened. like like those moon cutaway inserts that lasted for like twenty fucking seconds <laughs> with howling for no goddamn reason. So weird. What the fuck was up with that? Also, the pigeon inserts. I, <laughs> I thought that they were gonna go somewhere with the pigeons. I was waiting. Like, she was for gonna that. turn into a pigeon at the end. I don't oh know what God. I was. Wa- I would. I don't know what I was expecting. Absolutely, but, it's Kafka's but I was. I was waiting for the, oh the pigeons God. to have like a bigger role, and I was actually like preparing myself. Like I was gonna be like, no, they're gonna make the pigeons the bad guys. This is the nineties. <laughs> they didn't understand that pigeons are pigeons are great. our friends. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they didn't do anything with the pigeons. <laughs> That bird flew the coop. I would love to see like Drew Barrymore in like a some like Spider Man vulture outfit. I Stop. thought no, I thought they were gonna do like a birds thing and like the pigeons would attack is what I thought. That would have been a great Oh, thing. oh, yeah, kinda like a dark hat yeah, okay. okay yeah, like the pigeons recognize the, the craziness and they're like, Oh, we gotta get rid of this. Or we're sure. all fucked. I mean, whatever. I don't know how we get there, but somehow we get there. <laughs> oh my god! And like Drew Barrymore is running down the street in heels and pearls with like the pigeons like flying after her. This See, that's been so good. It could have. <laughs> there's so much potential. 
17-year-old Drew Barrymore. The whole time I'm thinking it's 22-year-old Drew Barrymore. So I'm like, oh, she's cute. No, Sorry, she's 17. I thought I did math. I did. No, I didn't do the math, but I did actually have a moment where I was like, she looks like a schoolgirl. Like, not like thinking like she's age-wise. She's always looked like a schoolgirl. No, but like she's dressed like... Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. No. Look, yeah. there's some scenes like uh, it's 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 those um, it's the low angle left side uh, close ups that they do of her. Man, holy shit! Her her cheeks. She looks like a fucking kid. She's got. Oh, baby I know what you're talking about. Yeah, fucking, yeah. You know what I mean? I didn't recognize her at first, and then she like steps more into the light, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> that that does make you like when you see her naked later. It's just like, oh, this is kind of weird, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I should like this. That's not cool. <sighs> Israelis, am I right? <laughs> Better than the French, am I right? Wee oh! wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> well, just remember, you scratch my back, I'll lick your balls. So, are we at ratings? <laughs> Do we want to talk budget at all? Did we talk budget? <sighs> Seven uh, well, million dollars. <laughs> the budget was three million. Jesus, was it really? Uh, that is a lot for nineteen ninety three, and this is what it looked like. Jesus, uh, the budget was three. Oh, they did a great job for three million dollars. I have to say, especially yeah. with like the special effects, the the yeah, with the with the worm and the two the two alien things and some of the all the yeah, they put some money into that. But that also oh, explains man. like I feel like um. So someone clearly was a production designer and costume designer, and they clearly had makeup and all of that. Um, none of it was like outstanding. None of it, but uh, that uh, the budget explains all of that because someone was clearly, probably multiple people, were clearly putting thought and time into this. And I think the lack of budget explains why it wasn't better. Do you think it's the lack of budget, or do you think it's the the lack of clear direction of this is where it's oh, going and this wow. is why it's going there? Both, both. Because I'm inclined Cause to think that, had... like, yeah, low budget. We've seen some low budget shit that looks fucking amazing. Yeah, for yeah. for what it is, and but but that that Very comes true. from having a vision of this is what the world is. This is where things need to be. This is how they coalesce. That's true. I didn't feel that in this movie at all. I, I kept waiting for things <laughs> to coalesce, and then uh, and, and 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 then yeah, gooey fingers like... turn into worm legs and jesus christ it sort of feels like the direction was like these are poor like early 20s go you know and that was the yeah. direction and yeah. so yeah. and also if you have no budget so like if you're given like really bad direction but a big budget you can like make choices there but if you right. are not yeah so i think that's what happened again lots of potential here <laughs> so much potential like there's a lot of elements here that have some good potential but fuck not that it's yeah. realized they should have picked like one story or the other it should have been like a, a slasher with this psychiatrist yes. trying yes. to get his yes. patient and take advantage of her multiple personalities or it should have been a girl that thought she was suffering from multiple personalities and really she's splitting up herself apart as a doppelganger and you could have done a more of a Cronenberg film. Yeah. More body horror. Both of those would be cool. I'd watch both of those. Yeah. But I mean, together it's just, I don't know. I get, I, I do see, I guess a little bit of it as from a writer's perspective of like, you're always keeping the audience guessing, but it's just, Man, fuck! You no, just, there's a difference there's between a difference. keeping yeah. them guessing and giving enough breadcrumbs so that when your reveal comes, people are like, "I fucking knew it," or they're like, "Holy shit!" Or at, at best, <laughs> yeah. both. 
Yeah. Like, I thought it might have been this, but I didn't know if it could have been, and holy shit, it was. Like, that's a satisfying movie-going experience. This is just like... Yeah, that's true. That's where true. the fuck are they going? Like, are, pick something. Just pick something. You've given me four versions of this movie in the same movie. Can you just pick one? I agree. Yeah, I don't feel like it flows. I feel like uh, you can do that, and it's okay, uh, but it doesn't really flow well in this one. I will say also I really enjoyed like the newspapers and tele like the lack of cell phones in this like the newspapers and um just the the old technology that we had in this and I did also look up I don't know if you guys caught in the advertisement that she's going to for rent uh he is charging her 420 which <laughs> was so low but I did the inflation calculator um, and that would I only just thought be... that he was like, it's 420 if you don't smoke. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> well, we can come back to that in a second. But I did the calculator <laughs> and that would only be $885 today. Holy shit. That's so, fucking cheap for the only bedroom in a one bedroom. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm hardly ever in there. So like, you know. Yeah, he just lives else. in the <laughs> living room. So you can't. Stop. What are you talking there. about? <laughs> Yeah, was that her bed that she brought in, or was that his bed that he just had there? And it was his bed. Was, yeah, it was his bed, because like when they she, talk about the bathroom, and he's like, oh, well, all I got is a toothbrush and a razor, and there's a bed in the background. Yeah, and then she says, the I, yeah, okay. great, I'm, I can move in, I have all my stuff in the taxi, and there's not a bed. Right, there. oh, right, 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 yeah. Okay. Which, like, in what world would a woman move into a whole new city would room with some weird fucking dude that is are is just like yeah no yeah you can totally you can totally sleep here i've already lied in the ad um i have one bed uh yeah no, I, no look i'm just going to be out on the couch yeah no, <laughs> I mean, no she would I'm have not, to be i'm not here that much insanely desperate but what? she if if if, we're, if 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 this is a real let's you know you said in what world she would have to be insanely desperate and she's not like she's clearly getting a pension and now her mother's oh, pension. Yeah, she has fucking money all the she time. Has money. She's got a mansion in the fucking city. Yeah. yeah like, you know, she wanted, if she wanted a place to go stay, she could go open that house and fucking stay there. Like, yeah. It's not. Yeah. And okay. If I'm going to pick something with the, the screenplay, the biggest like left out part of this whole fucking mystery is like, why does she not want to go to that fucking house? Like, oh what yeah, is, I forgot right? about that. Yeah. 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 Well, right? so I assumed that she wouldn't want to go because maybe that's where the doppelganger lives, or her mysterious father that we don't know if he's dead or not, or because there's clearly a figure maybe that we can. That's where see. she was raped as a child, and so that's what she associates. Yeah, but like you would think, like so, like in the window, like when she thinks she sees somebody in the window, wouldn't wouldn't that be the first time you would see dad with the scar? No, right? the guy saw. But she didn't see anybody. The the guy saw somebody but like it that, that but the, Kristen that's what I'm saying it doesn't make sense like if she doesn't want to go back because it's like her, her house where she was raped as a child like you would you would think if she didn't want to go in and what would turn her away her father is in the you know what I mean right Who thought, she right. thought she was dead because then it's a ghost you know like it plays into and our doppelganger haunting right? her and she's she right no when she's safe so of course she's gonna have multiple personalities to, yeah no there's there's so many potential moments for them to have things that feel sensible 
from you know a perspective of having logic in a movie. But it's, it's just, just don't do it. it, it it's so frustrating too because they have all this thing. They have all these things in the script, and like they have all these characters here, and they're just like, well, if, if you just use that character for this scene, that would fix this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you don't. You, it doesn't have to be like a, a black shadow ghost. Like I understand you're trying to do a, like a Hitchcock psycho montage right here or a homage, but it, it doesn't have to be. Just make it her dad, and then like it fits. Uh, yeah, it's just it, it's a it is kind of a frustrating viewing experience. Yeah. While also watching a a kind of a schlocky B movie. I don't know. Very bizarre B movie, huh? That's some high praise. Yeah, it's not like how I like my B movies. I like I don't know. I like my B movies to actually, you know, be fun. All right, we're definitely at ratings. Who's who's going first? Who's rating Doppelganger? Uh, this movie is a piece of fucking garbage, man. Um, I spent the entire time being like, "What are we watching right now?" And there were so many moments where a very serious TM thing would happen. And I literally laughed out loud. Like I think there were four moments at least, like separately, where where shit went down, and I just burst out laughing because it was so absurd and ridiculous and poorly executed. Is this movie a good learning experience for people working on it? For sure. Is this movie a good learning experience as an audience member watching things that don't work? I mean, if that's how you want to watch your movies, then sure. I did, I did not find it entertaining. I found it a, a fucking slog to get through. There were some interesting moments because of the ways that I recognized here's here's some potential, here's some tropes, here's some stylistic things that they could do something with that I just never saw developed. I think this movie is a great illustration of a complete waste of potential. You have you have some good concepts, you have some interesting ideas, none of them coalesce because we're trying to have everything. And because we're trying to have all of the things, none of them work at all. And you can say a movie is a choice, but this movie is a choice of not choosing. And fuck, I don't think it works on any level. Uh, Drew Barrymore's performance, she's cute. She's she's tries to be sexy in some moments. I don't I don't I don't know how to feel about her character ever. I don't know how to feel about her portrayal of the different versions of herself. Like, she has, like, three versions of herself that she plays in this movie. She has the doctor with the mask. She has her her normal, oh, wide-eyed, I just moved here from fucking wherever, except you moved from New York, so what are you talking about? And then there's, like, the weird doppelganger thing that also murders her mother and likes her own boobs. Like, I don't think she understood what the character was trying to do because the director didn't understand what the character was. And none of this shit fucking works, man. Um, this is one of the worst movies I've probably ever seen. I have not seen The Room. I have seen other things close to that bad, but goddamn, this is, um, this is a great, look where I started and now 25 years later, I know how to make a movie that doesn't suck. Then it's worth having looked at, but this, this piece of garbage is a two at best. A two at best. Oh man. All right. We're going to have to, maybe we will have to do a, a Nasher month. Yeah, because I feel like you guys are giving him so much credit and saying how improved he is, but we don't know that, okay? Like, <laughs> we don't. I said that don't question. Know. I said that. I know. I'm reiterating it, okay? Like, I listen, listen. Okay. I hope he learned, okay? <laughs> if you make a movie like this and don't fucking learn, why are you still making movies? Because they keep paying him and giving him rewards. <laughs> yes. Obviously, Who has this money. 
This movie won an award. I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, thank you. Yes, what? that's why I question all of his awards because this movie won an award. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, some uh, film festival. It, it, what film festival? It, how do I never go to it? It, it won the it won the grand prize. Yes, award it did. Stop. Yes, I've been to some film festivals with, with them, some absolute garbage. But if this wins a grand prize award, what did the rest of that film festival? Look oh no, okay, sorry. It, it was just nominated. All right, oh, okay. it, this is obviously okay. Okay. still nominated for grand prize. Okay, it was nominated for grand prize. The nominations that year were To Sleep with a Vampire, Pet Cemetery Two, Hellraiser uh, Three, Hell on Earth, <laughs> Fortress. Uh, not the good one you're probably thinking of, but the one with Christopher Lambert that went direct to video. Doctor Giggles, Candyman, which is actually kind of good. Army of Darkness. Um, doppelganger here, and the winner was Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. So there you go. Wow, Not- people are putting this in the same category as Peter Jackson's movie and Army of Darkness. Yeah, and Candyman. And fucking Candyman. Look, man. Okay, this is obviously like a, a horror sci-fi. Uh, no, it looks like it's just a horror fucking film festival. Like, I mean, how many movie, how many horror films were coming out in '93? It was. It, it, a it, lot, it was a black time. What? No, that's not a lot. Uh, no, like, uh, okay. So, like, I will say, Drew Barrymore kind of like re ushered in um, horror. She helped it with like uh, her performance in Scream. Like, that was like the put a doom for horror in the 90s. Like, uh, horror was kind of dead because uh, Jason and Freddy kind of ran him into the ground Shocking. in the 80s. So, by the time the, the like, um, 93, th- this is really close to like when Jason goes to hell. The final Friday come out in theaters, so it's a bad time for horror. Anyway, okay. Kristen. Yeah. Okay. So, Sorry. um, <laughs> this movie is not a great masterpiece of any kind. Um, this movie is one that you watch when you're kind of bored and it's late at night and you don't want to go to bed and you're like, "What else is on?" And it's doppelganger, and you can't be mad at it. I don't think. There's something in this movie that you will enjoy. I don't know how much of it you will enjoy, but there's something here that you will enjoy because movies. <laughs> I was like, there's just the one side, but you listen, will enjoy it. Listen. Why was she only showing her left boob? Why? Why? Was there a contract where Drew Barrymore is like, like I'm you only can't showing see the both left of them. boob? You can't see yeah. both of yeah, them. Yeah, just one. You can't see the right I need, one. I need, the right I need a lot the more one. money for th- <laughs> that one's reserved the for the pair. people who really <laughs> No, the pair, that's that six figures at least. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, listen, there's, this is, I mean, gosh, honestly, I have to say, I have to say what really, all of the effects at the end, I was honestly very impressed by. Did they belong in this movie? I don't know, probably not. But I think there's things here that you can pick out. And again, if you watch it correctly, which is to expect absolutely nothing and you're tired and you don't want to go to bed. Um, this is this is the movie you watch. Um, it's great. You don't really have to think too hard and you really shouldn't because it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, just don't think about it and enjoy it. It's it's entertaining. I'm going to give it a six. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Rated higher than she gave. A lot of movies Matrix. that we've watched. <laughs> no, the original was good. I liked the original. I well, okay, you're right. The second and the third one. Oh my god, the garbage, garbage. God damn. But see, like, kind of like Avi. But see, like, like they don't. They t- again, you just when you take yourself too seriously, you can't. 
this movie garbage... takes itself way too seriously. Okay, Kristen. yeah, what I know. I said that, that is a big complaint here. <laughs> yes, we've already discussed this, and I agreed with you. But there's still enough here that's crazy and absurd. You're arguing with there's yourself. There's nothing not <laughs> in the Matrix, for example, that says, "Oh, I can Kristen. still enjoy this." You can't. You can't enjoy it. You're like, no, it's a show. No, look, uh, the, the the movie the movie's enjoyable. Um, I can see, like, especially in 1993, like, the the Drew Barrymore, uh, it's not only the, the sex appeal, but I, I can see wanting to see her in a thriller like this. Um, Poison Ivy was the previous year, and even though that bombed at the, at the box office and got, like, a really shit release, it was really big on video. So, I, I don't know. I, I see a, a lot of the producer money, why this movie was made. I don't know. It's just homage is what we're, we're calling when something is done well. Um, rip off is the, is, is, is the nasty word for that. Um, but that's when you do it poorly. You know, and th- that's what this movie is. It, it it's it's like a ripoff. Like we're we're ha- we have moments where we're stealing without from Alfred Hitchcock from Brian. Fuck Alfred Hitchcock. We're we're stealing from fucking Brian De Palma. Yeah. At this point in time, yeah. Um, you know, like we're not stealing from fucking Mario Bava. We're stealing from fucking Dario Agenta. You know, like um, it's the whole it's the whole film. Like even the ending, we're not stealing from uh Cronen. You know, like David Cronenberg. Uh, with his body horror makeup, we're stealing from something like from fucking I don't know Ghoulies Four, you know, and they're trying to throw <laughs> some like fucking uh, they're trying to throw like a when her her face is starting to split apart that it does look like that really disturbing makeup job in the thing where the the face is splitting, which they're clearly trying to homage that you can, and you can you can see these influences you can see it in the lighting you see it in the makeup. It all falls flat. Uh, like everything is flat. The the steady cam shots they go on too long. The actors don't have enough things to do in the scene except for talk and deliver lines and stand there. They don't they don't have a lot of busy motions. Like when people pick up phones, that is a moment of exciting because <laughs> they're <laughs> drama doing something, right? Yeah, because they're not just sitting there talking to each other. Like it, it's like, oh yeah, here we go, we're talking. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, let me pick up. A phone. It's it it does, it adds some drama, and that sounds ridiculous, but it does. I, mean, I don't know. Um, I think I'm coming in at four, 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 five, somewhere around that part. It, it's it's under a five. It's worse than mediocre. <laughs> But there are – like if you're a John – not John Barrymore, but if you're Drew Barrymore, if you're a fucking uh, Greg Nicotero fan, maybe this is worth watching. Worth watching is really strong, but – All right. Maybe <laughs> may, maybe you should watch it to complete your oeuvre, your filmographies that you're going through. You're like, you know what? I got to watch every single Drew Barrymore movie. I, wish, you watch I, Drop I wish I had missed. wish I had missed. Let me tell you what, it makes Ever After look like a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> I take back everything I ever said negative about that film. <laughs> Does anybody want to read Rotten Tomatoes for us? Oh, I don't have that, no. There's not one. There's not a Rotten Tomatoes score. Okay, so I was going to say, I can't find it. <laughs> uh, no, there's not even a Rotten Tomato. Uh, it's got two reviews in Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score is uh, 24%. Holy shit. Two reviews? Uh, yeah. Uh, the two critic reviews, um, one of them is a splat. Um, the other one, I, I this has got to be a, pl- a prank review. 
because uh, it's certified fresh, and it's uh, this trashy horror film is one of my favorite Drew Barrymore movies. That's from Combustible Celluloid. He likes the boobs too. I mean, come on. I mean, you know, not hundred, please. All right. All right, so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, X, or Twitter, and Instagram at uh, Movie Crew Pod. If you want to give us any last-minute suggestions uh, for Listener Request Month, we are taking those. Feel free. Griggs, where can the audience follow you? I'm on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. Christian, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And you guys can follow me on uh, X at uh, Elkins Edits. And, um, you know, surprise, surprise, this soundtrack has never been released. What? That's shocking. I know. There's not a Doppelganger original score. So um, Is there one that's, like, really close to it? You can just play the trailer again, you know? <laughs> You know, I I, I kind of want to play their their the song that's go that is played uh, over the dance party at the producer's house, but I don't know if I can get that. You know what? I can't get it. That's what we're gonna play. There you go, Brian. Do you know how uh, to pronounce doppelganger? How? Well, it's it's just like that. Touch me. Two ancient souls that travel through space and time. Take me from my senses. You